Welcome to the Rachel Does Therapy podcast. I'm your host, Rachel, professional helper, advocate for self-love, and fellow human being. Today, I invited Courtney to talk about dating and relationships and just about everything in between. It was a really great conversation, so I hope you enjoy. But first, a disclaimer. The Rachel Does Therapy podcast is hosted by Rachel Alerte, an associate licensed marriage and family therapist. While the topics discussed may be therapeutic in nature, the podcast is not a substitute for therapy. Today, I just kind of wanted to talk about the statement. So we've been talking a little bit off, off record, without recording, off record. <laughs> I don't know why. Off microphone. Uh, yeah, off microphone, whatever. <laughs> Um, but you said something that I was like, okay, that's what we're talking about today. Mm-hmm. What do I know about relationships? Yes. And guys, I just want to say that, you know, we're both therapists, but in our personal lives, we're human <laughs> and we're all, we're, we're all in this together. We're all trying to learn, teach you, teach each other what we know. Yes. You better quote high school musical. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. See, <laughs> she gets me. So, um, yeah, so we were talking a little bit about, like, our own dating histories and everything, and also trying to figure out how much we want to share today, because, mm-hmm. um, you know, we, we've both been through some things. Preach. Yeah, we've <laughs> seen some things. Um, we've determined that uh, certain individuals just have the audacity and nothing else so to try us, yes. and we're not here for it, yes. not anymore, at least. You know, exactly. some learning has happened in yeah. those uh, past experiences, yeah. and we're only trying to get better from from there. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that. Thank you, girl. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so, uh, usually I start with like a check in, but we've kind of we've kind of been checking in like the, <laughs> this whole this whole time. Kind of got off track, but I think um, a good place to start is just. What's one thing you've done today or this week to take care of yourself? Cause just take care yeah. of myself. What have I done this week? Yeah. So Big this stuff. week I've just worked. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I think I, this is not really... It's a weird kind of take care of myself because it's not the typical self-care mm-hmm. kind of take care of myself. It's more of me continuing this process that I've been going through as in learning how to be more assertive. Mm -hmm. So I was telling you earlier about the restaurant and the bad experience. And like three years ago, Courtney would have been like, oh, like I'll still eat this nasty cold food and spend 20 bucks on it. But, and I'm, I'm now at that point where I'm like, no, I don't have to put up with mediocre or less than mediocre stuff anymore. Whether it's relationships, whether it's food service, you know, I didn't get the right order at Starbucks. Like, you know, I no longer have to put up with that. And mm-hmm. it's okay to let people know that I'm not going to put up with it. And I was mm-hmm. nice about it. I wasn't, like, you know, cussing the girl out or anything. But so I, in that way, like, I felt like I did something for myself because I yeah. allowed myself to feel what I was feeling in that moment, which was irritation <laughs> yeah. with this food service. Yeah. <laughs> and letting her know that, like, I'm not going to pay you mm-hmm. for this crap food. Like, yeah. Yeah. Homegirl, no. Like, you know it's crap. That's why you were so willing to take it back from me. <laughs> she knew. She knew she, she was bringing she me some cold crab legs. So, she, I mean. So, that's what I've done so far, because it's only Wednesday. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's, it's home day, you know. We got, we got some more time. Yeah. Um, You know, you talking about really working on being assertive kind of reminds me of how, like, that's what I've been working on, too, mm-hmm. and also, like, standing in my power like taking up space Mm -hmm. and so like even as we were like trying to get ready to start recording and stuff you saw kind of my internal process I was like okay like I'm really trying to set some boundaries between Mm -hmm. like work and like different obligations and I feel like um one of my issues has sometimes making myself too available Mm -hmm. for work to the point where it's like oh Rachel can do this like whenever Rachel Mm -hmm. doesn't it doesn't have a life. I have a life, guys. I promise. But, you know, so um, really trying hard to because even um, 
like I was really honest with a client today when I was uh, scheduling them for like the following week I was just like hey you know like I have a meeting at this time and usually I prefer to see people like on the hour but I really need to take like a 30 minute break between mm-hmm. this and when I see you because I, I was like I also teach class during the day I was like I can't yeah. I was like, I'm I'm gonna be like the same level that you see me at right now because I haven't eaten yet. It's gonna be like that, but times ten. <laughs> so uh, yeah, working on uh, keeping or setting and keeping boundaries yeah. is like my self care this week. Something I've learned with this whole like assertiveness process because the first time that I actually was told like no you need to learn how to be assertive was back in like 2015 Mm -hmm. I was actually like traveling abroad and it was it was for school it was like a group of like 10 15 I think 10 girls with our instructor who was a female Mm -hmm. and you know in a foreign country you kind of have to be assertive because they will walk all over you and they will they already think badly about um about Americans so like you really have to whatever so we when I was there we had to like we kept doing this thing where then our teacher would be like, okay, what do you guys want to do? Do you guys want to go to this museum or do you want to go walk around whatever? Mm-hmm. And it is that classic thing that I think women, we somehow either someone teaches us how to do it or we just naturally always want to succumb to other people. Like, I don't know. What do you yeah. want to do? What do you, uh, yeah. And it was just, we're going in circles. And she was like, ladies, you need to learn right now while we're here in Europe, you need to learn how to be assertive. If you don't want to do something, say you don't want to do it, we will figure it out. If you do want to do something, say it. Like, there's nothing wrong with being like, this is what we're going to do. If you don't want to do it, cool. I'm still, you know. So since then, I've been like on this journey. But I've also realized that I don't have to give people a reason why I chose my decision. Mm-hmm. Like, because when you were talking, you were saying how... I mean, it's good that you're telling your client, like, um, I personally, like, I normally typically schedule at this time, da, da, da. In my head, I was thinking, I'm just not going to tell her, like, this is a time that I schedule. Like, either you can make it or not. If not, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah. getting rid of that, explaining to people mm-hmm. why I'm choosing yeah. what I'm choosing. Like, it's a no. Because yeah. it's a no. Like, you yeah. don't need to know why. Yeah. Because I just don't feel like it, honestly. But you don't need to know that. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, that's also part of the assertiveness is not it's okay to just be like no I don't want to yeah and if they don't like it be like okay sorry not sorry yeah (laughs) it's kind of funny because I think about um I don't know if it was something she actually said or like her character said but like Mindy Kaling said something about like um you need to have like the confidence of like a mediocre white man Mm. and I don't know if that's like exactly how she said it but something along the same line yeah and i'm like you know what that's actually true because no 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 offense although you probably still might find this offensive if you do happen to be a white male but (laughs) mediocre white male (laughs) (laughs) i wasn't gonna say all that i'm sorry my bad my bad you can edit that out (laughs) i might leave it It's, it's good it's good but you know um they don't they don't have to think about apologizing mm-hmm. or like explaining why they're doing something like you said. You know, they don't think about um having to qualify or, you know, say, you know, I I have this mm-hmm. to be here. Mm-hmm. You know. And I mean I like it's annoying when you yeah. think about it. You're like, "What the yeah. son of a biscuit?" I yeah. Have to- like and it's something that we we you actively have to either want to figure out and like learn how to do for yourself and mm-hmm. it's a need. I feel like everyone needs to know how to be assertive. Yeah. But I think when people hear that word assertive, they automatically assume like jerk. Yeah. Or like oh if if a male is assertive, then he's he's a boss and mm-hmm. he comes across as you know this yeah. full of himself whatever. But if a girl is assertive she's she's bitchy or mm-hmm. like or bossy like, bossy or, you're or, sa- you're too sassy yeah all this kind of stuff and it's like no i'm literally telling you what i want what i don't want mm-hmm. just like you would like with a subway sandwich mm-hmm. like you yeah. know what i mean like i'm not just gonna let you put lettuce on my sandwich i don't like lettuce so yeah. i'm gonna tell you i don't like lettuce yeah but i'm bossy because i told you i didn't want something yeah. you know like yeah it's annoying to have to 
either explain to people like no I'm just why can't I say what I yeah. want or don't want yeah. without getting retaliation from somebody yeah yeah and that's something that I've talked about too before like with boundaries mm-hmm. um you know like you can you can see just how easily someone will respect your boundaries based or not respect your boundaries like look at how they react when you tell them no you know um some people just get really like upset mm-hmm. you know or they're like oh like why do you have to be that way oh come on just yeah dot dot you know and you're like just what yeah <laughs> be what way like, yeah I'm, I'm give give up my and i've, I've experienced that in dating too like yeah. i uh i've been in situations where i've been like trying to tell someone like this is how i feel this is I don't like A, B, and C. Yeah. And they twist it on me mm-hmm. to make it seem like I'm overreacting or mm-hmm. I'm taking things too seriously. Like, you just need to calm down. Like, it wasn't that serious. I'm like... And I would be manip- manipulated and be like, mm-hmm. oh, was I being too harsh? Like, mm-hmm. what? Like, no! You sneezed in my face and I told you I didn't like it. <laughs> don't turn it on me and be like, Courtney, like... <sighs> Yeah. Your overreact is just yeah. a sneeze. Like, yeah. no, that's nasty. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just. Not I to mention, like, if they're contagious, like, they're passing like, something to you. Like, you nasty. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't care yeah. if you, you did the, like, yeah. you didn't do the uh, the vampire sneeze. <laughs> like, you were all, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no. I'm a jerk because I was like, I don't like that. But, but that's a sign of them not respecting your boundaries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's talk about that more, though, about, um, you know, just not just boundaries and relationships, but different different things that we've kind of learned about relationships. Because I know for mm-hmm. me... Um, Are we talking about romantic relationships or uh, platonic? What's, or I mean, both, I guess? Probably a little bit, a little bit of both. Okay. Um, yeah, a little bit I'll of both. I'll clarify between, like, romantic yeah. and platonic. Yeah, because there, there are some different boundaries for oh, both, for sure. Preach. Yeah, like... <laughs> Um, but you know, I, I, I've just been doing a lot more reflection, especially Mm -hmm. just turning 27, like two weeks ago now. Yeah. Two weeks ago. Happy birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like the, the balloons just died today. Okay. Actually, I have to be honest. I I, like killed one of them because one of them, one, the, the two like died before the day was even over. So it was just like on the ground hanging here for like two weeks and the seven was like still going so I just like took some scissors <laughs> like let the air so out. So you murdered your two. Okay. No I murdered the seven. You murdered your seven. Got yes. It. Yes. But the two still had air in it and I was confused because mm. it yeah anyway. Wait before we move on from the balloons mm-hmm. I just want to throw out if any of my friends end up listening to this I want those freaking balloons. Yes. <laughs> on my birthday. Yes. I have yet to have any friends give me the big number balloons and I'm just like I don't want to say anything because that oh, makes no. me sound like a brat I mean, no. that's me not being assertive but I whatever uh <laughs> but like I've gotten big balloons from my friends before and I'm just like so y'all ain't gonna reciprocate so okay. so they got a whole year until next February when I turn 26 Leia. for them to get me my big balloons they better also confession I um told my friends to get me balloons See, I said I, to do that. I, I said know. I don't want anything but these balloons <laughs> and cake <laughs> another friend made me cake? cake cake and the big balloons yeah. don't give me those little small ones uh-huh. that I you could blow up yourself because I'll be offended mm-hmm. I want the helium filled <laughs> two seconds <laughs> I mean listen that I mean I feel like that's not that's not asking a lot it's like because they're like what like 10 dollars each yeah per balloon yeah so that's a perfect birthday present. Exactly. And, you know, and then they decided to get me a little something extra, and I was like, I appreciate that. I was like, okay, that. cool. All right. I just wanted the balloons and cake. Yeah. Y'all showing out today. Yeah. Better believe I took all the pictures <laughs> with the balloons. Those are cute pictures. They <laughs> thank were. You, thank I was you. like, okay, girl, living her best life. Yes. yes you better yes. turn 27. Yes. As ma'am. Yes. Okay. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so in terms of like what we know about relationships both platonic and romantic mm-hmm. um let's use like what you were talking about before in terms of like saying no and like setting those boundaries how do you do that 
with relationships because because you said that you were dating is that okay to- yeah yeah that's fine um so with me i'm i'm very new to casually dating and by mm-hmm. that i just mean dating with without the intention of a committed relationship at the end okay. just because i had i was in a relationship for about two and a half years and the for most of it it was long distance and there was just so much emotional uh, emotional what's the word i'm looking for baggage not baggage just there's just a lot i put a lot into this relationship mm-hmm. like a investment lot. yes a, emotionally financially uh mm-hmm. not spiritually but like mentally you like i just yeah. put a lot and towards the end it just became this this huge thing that we were just one on the same page there were arguments like I'm very um even when I'm angry I tend to try to be as level-headed as I can Mm -hmm. and in this relation this last relationship um it was so we were at such a bad place that like I popped off I do not pop off on people ever like you can ask any of my friends family they have never seen me at an elevated like past 10 level yeah and with this relationship he got me to that level mm-hmm. and like I didn't feel like myself like when I tell you pop off I mean like Memphis Courtney came out and I was like wait <laughs> like I was putting in his face like what you not about to do like I was yeah like screaming and that's not that's not me if you yeah. really know me yeah. so with that it was exhausting like mm-hmm. exhausting I'm sure. And I kept going back and forth between, like, maybe he is the one, or maybe, like, I just need a break, and maybe, like, his potential, you know, looking at the potential versus what's actually being shown to me. Gross. Um, Preach. Just that struggle in general. So I finally was just, there was a moment where he, I was, like, being very vulnerable with him, and I was being honest, like, I miss you. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't really know what to do with that, but I'm just letting you know that I miss you, and he didn't talk to me for, like, over a week Mm -hmm. so in that week of not talking I was just like this is not someone who respects me enough to where I should be so invested in him so I just kind of mentally I was like I'm done so since then I've been just like you know what I've never actually just dated to where I'm going out on dates meeting new guys and actually learning what I will and will not accept from Mm -hmm. a person Um, so that's where I am so when this guy that I'm currently dating it's a weird situation uh (laughs) with him from like the very first day honestly I was like look I don't want anything serious Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to start casually dating I'm still trying to figure out how I feel about my ex and I probably said way too much on that first like meeting but granted I had some things to drink and Mm -hmm. I was just feeling like let me just spill out my whole guts um yeah so from that, from day one, I told him, like, this is where I'm at. Yeah. And he actually had his own, like, relationship stuff that he has to figure out. So he was like, that's cool. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Not a big deal. Um, granted, it became bigger than it needs to be, but that's a whole nother podcast. Um, Say less. <laughs> yeah. So, like, that's where I'm at right now, just trying to... And I'm open to talking to new people, but I'm also very... Not very picky, but I'm pretty picky. Like, I don't like giving out my number mm-hmm. to just anybody. Like, you have to come correct if you want me to... I'll give you my Instagram, and then if I don't like you, I'll block you. <laughs> Like, if you give off weird vibes, then I'll block you, because, yes. you know, I just don't trust people in general. Yeah. Um, but when it comes to boundaries, I, I try to be as intentional and as straightforward from the get-go. Mm-hmm. Like, this is where I'm at. Mm-hmm. If you want to know why, I would tell you, but I'm not going to mm-hmm. just offer that information. Mm-hmm. Um, if you if you can't, like, if you can't do what I'm telling you that I want, it's fine. Yeah. But, like... I'm not going to change my mind. Yeah. Like, I'm not ready for a committed relationship. I'm not looking for a committed relationship. And if you don't like that, and you still, or or if you still catch feelings to the point where you want me to be with you, like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to be like, I told you this from the beginning, because I know where I am mentally, and it's just, we're not on the same page, and I'm going to end things. Like, sorry, not sorry, but, so that's how I've been navigating. It's not perfect. It's not a you know yeah. I mean <laughs> it's hard what, what, what is perfect right? you're right you're yeah right. but I mean that's amazing though that you're able to be so firm about you know mm-hmm. here's where I'm at 
this is what I'm willing to do and to not back down from that Mm -hmm. because I feel like like you were saying before it is really hard especially like as women to feel like we have to explain why we're saying no to you know be accommodating and all of that Mm -hmm. and as you were talking I was thinking you know just like in my dating experience I kind of feel like I've gone through like I'm entering now phase three of of setting boundaries you know Mm -hmm. there was the first okay starting to get into dating Mm -hmm. where I didn't really know what my boundaries were and I was dating someone who like didn't know what their Mm -hmm. boundaries didn't know what their boundaries were and knew how to just take advantage of mine and then there was the oh okay next stage I'm starting to figure out okay I have boundaries I need to act on them not just like my personal boundaries but also like within this relationship and not allow this person to kind of overstep them right. and now I'm like in phase three where it's like okay I know my boundaries very well now it's time to figure out okay well do I want to casually date do I want to you know try to date someone seriously or see mm-hmm. see where it goes and I'm leaning more towards like just kind of seeing where it goes like yeah. being more casual and if it turns into a relationship great right. if not it's still yeah. something to learn from. Absolutely. So. And I'm in that, I feel like I'm in that weird limbo where at first I'm very much like, no, casual, I don't want a relationship. But the way, like, it's going with this guy that I am kind of dating, it, it, we naturally, it's just naturally going a good way. So, like, yeah. I'm typically a relationship person. That's how I think. Mm-hmm. I'm not good at casually dating. So, th- this whole experience is actually really hard for me because I typically, I'm very intentional with mm-hmm who I spend my time with Mm -hmm. and whatever. So for me, when I'm dating someone or if I'm interested in someone, if I like spending time with you, I'm going to want to continue spending time with you. Yeah. And, you know, with human nature, the more you spend time with somebody, the more you naturally start liking it, the more you start seeing like, oh, I could see Mm -hmm. myself with this person, you Mm -hmm. know, yada, yada. Yeah. So I'm in this weird limbo where naturally, like just off the bat, I'm I'm thinking that way. I'm thinking like, oh, I could see myself with this person, event, you know, at some point. But because I'm not ready for that mentally and emotionally, I'm putting up that wall to where mm-hmm. I'm trying to not let myself get past a certain level of thinking yeah. when it comes to long term or yeah. commitment. Yeah. And it's it's weird because I do like this guy. Like we get along very well, but I'm just like, like I, yeah, like I'm scarred, yeah. emotionally scarred <laughs> from no. my last relationship. Where I'm just like. The effort that I put into it, yeah, I just can't do that right now. It's a lot. It, I mean, it's it's a lot to want to. It's an understatement, <laughs> <laughs> right? My goodness. I mean, have you thought about like multi dating? Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, the thing is, see, I'm, I'm maybe I'm just too picky. Maybe that's my issue. Um, I'm very open to multi dating. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just no one. So the so the guy that I'm dating right now, we we hang out. Whatever. I would be very willing to go out on other dates to other people but there's no one that has come correct like he has mm. to where I want to give you my time like I'm yeah. very like if I don't feel like we have a connection my head I'm like why waste my time and why waste yours yeah so yeah. there I've been asked out on dates by other people but it's no one that I'm actually like I'm not interested or I'm just not attracted to to where I'm like it just ain't gonna work because <laughs> I know who I am I'm yeah. not gonna waste your time um and I don't. I hate dating apps. Like, yeah, I was. I, I was just about to ask you where hate, you met this guy. Uh, he's a, he's a coworker of one of my friends yeah. that I met here. And yeah. like, so, like all my other single friends, they have dating apps, and like I like to get on their dating apps and swipe for them. Mm-hmm. But for me, I cannot stand it. Mm-hmm. I'd much rather just happen to meet somebody like with this guy. Like, I'd rather just it come naturally because yeah, yeah. Yeah. I can't stand him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I also have that same love-hate relationship. Because mm-hmm. especially, like, I, I'm in this weird age where I want to say, like, half of my friends are married mm-hmm. and have been married either for, like, at least a year or mm-hmm. several years. And then I have another group of friends who are in a relationship and they're not quite yet engaged but mm-hmm. kind of heading towards there and then we have our little subgroup including myself who are just like we're, we're, we're trying to figure out what the hell we're doing <laughs> so you know and everyone is like oh 
Get on Hinge. Get on. What's up? What are the other ones? Okay, Tinder, wait. Tinder, Hinge, Tinder, Hinge Bumble, Bumble, Coffee Meets Bagel, Plenty of Fish, uh, OK Cupid. Uh, uh, there's, 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 there's some that are like more like elite, where like you have to go through some process to yeah. even be able to, mm-hmm. I guess, swipe left or right on. Yeah. I don't know what the name of it is, but. It sounds like, I, I think, I don't know if the, it might just be like an L.A. thing, but um, Raya, Raya, Raya. Maybe that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Of. I think that might be it. Yeah. There's like a really long waiting list to get on it. Yeah. So do with that what you will. Um, oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, there's just so many that it's hard to figure out, um, one, like, which one do you pay the most attention to? Mm-hmm. And then two, like, I I mean, I don't like just talking to someone through the screen. Like, I'd much rather, like you were saying, meet someone by, by, by chance. Yeah. But the way that, <laughs> the way that I work and just try to be going from work to home mm-hmm. or, like, to my friend, like, hang out with friends. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not going to meet someone that way. Like, it's not, mm-hmm. there's not as many chances to do that. So I'm like, okay, well... If I want to be dating even casually, then mm-hmm. I do have to get on the apps. But it's also, like, I've tried the apps. You know, like, I, I think I've gone through, like, three, fa- like, separate, like, t- phases where, like, I was dating and I was trying the apps. Mm-hmm. And then, like, this third time, um, which was, like, a couple months ago, I was like, yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah, no, we're, we're done. <laughs> I, 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 ha- I have now tried, like, the trifecta or so a little bit more than what whatever's more than a trifecta yeah. but I've tried them a lot of them I'm like okay we're done like it's just not the I move just, anymore I have so when it comes to learning about dating and figuring out what I want or like just figuring out my standards because yeah. I've been in situations where you know, my dad, my mom have always taught me, like, you need to have standards. It's okay mm-hmm. to have standards. But then I've gotten in relationships where they make it make me feel like my standards are... Too high. Too high. Yeah. And I, like, I have my moments where I can be bougie. Like, let me... Th- I, I can be bougie because I pay for myself to be bougie. Exactly. I, I do not expect yes. a man to buy me anything. If you want to spend your paycheck on me, I will let you. But, like, I'm not over here like, oh, I expect you to mm-hmm. always buy me Chanel every you know yeah it's not like that but I have my bougie tendencies because I pay for myself to be bougie exactly um so with that I think um I've learned just I'm I've, I've kind of stepped back when it comes to like the chivalry because I used to be like oh no like I don't need a guy to to open my car door uh to because I'm a, I'm an independent black woman like mm-hmm. I don't need no man to open up my door you know like yeah. I was very just like not like, I am feminist, but I was, I feel like I was more, like, very, like, hardcore, where I was like, I don't need a man to do anything. And, like, I don't. I really don't. I, I'm good on my own, trust and believe. But I'm now realizing, like, oh, no. Like, I, I am a queen, and I'm going to be treated like that queen, and I'm going to treat my man like the king that he is, but he has to come correct first. Yes. Because... I watch a lot of Steve Harvey, and, <laughs> and he, you know, he's very old school, where he's, yeah, like, women. He is. The man needs to open your car doors. He need, if he can't provide for you, then what's it? You know what's the point? You know, like, yeah. so like a lot of things I agree with him because I'm like, yes, yeah. I deserve to be taken care of. I don't need to be taken yeah. care of. I don't need to rely on a guy to yeah. do that. But yeah, I actually do like having my car door open for mm-hmm. me and having the door, uh, you know, before I walk in, have him open my door if he offers to pay for my nails absolutely I was you know so I'm getting back into making sure that I can find a guy who is very willing to do that and if I like want him to I can be like yes or no yeah because if you're just like no you can pay for your own nails I'm like well I know that but the fact that you it didn't cross your mind to want to spoil me yeah and it's almost like you yeah yeah. yeah, it's almost like you shouldn't even have to ask it. You should be like, "Oh, okay, I'm gonna go get my nails done," and he should be like, "Oh, mm-hmm. let l- let me pay for that for yeah, you." And like, you can say yes or no. Because I'm the same way. Like, if I know that like my man need like, if I know that he's been looking for a certain shirt, I'm the type of person where I'm gonna go to the mall, and if I happen to see it, I'm gonna get it for you because yeah. I know that you've been talking about this for yeah. you know what I mean. So it's not like I just expect a guy to just 
It, it's like it's like it's equal, right? So mm-hmm. on the one hand, you have you who you're very independent. You mm-hmm. can pay for all of your stuff. Mm-hmm. You also want a guy who's also very independent who can pay for all of his stuff. Mm-hmm. And then when it's like, oh, okay, I noticed that you go do your nails a lot. Like, let me pay for this. And just like you said, oh, I noticed like you were talking about this shirt. Right. Like, let me go. I feel like that's kind of like the ideal. Like that's 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 when I think of people talking about like let's do this fifty fifty. That's what I think mm. of. Okay. You know, like, we're both yeah. helping each other out. Like, I'm going to treat you, and I'm going to treat myself, and right. you're going to do the same for me and yourself. Right. We're both we're both treating each other... Right. Treating ourselves right so that we can treat each yeah. other right. You know? That's good, because I feel like a lot of people, when they think 50-50, it's just like, we split everything in half. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, there's a definite That's... amount of money or time that we are both equally putting in. It's like, I don't no, care it's... about the money yeah. at all. Like, with my past relationship, I paid, you know, either, like, half to, like, half of the ticket price to get him here, or I had to pay for him to come here. You know what I mean? Like, so in my head, I didn't think about the money. It was just mm-hmm. that, I want to see you, I need you, so yeah. I'm gonna, you know. Yeah, but then that goes back to what you are saying about, like, creating those boundaries, mm-hmm. right? So... It's not just, you know, I want you, I, I want to see you, so I'm going to help pay towards, you know, your flight and all that. It's also, um, you know, I want, I, I want, I want that to be reciprocal. Because yes. at the end of the day, like a 50-50 relationship, it, it just does not exist in that way that, you know, we're splitting the bills equally. Because think about it, like... What what are the chances that you and your partner are actually going to make exactly mm-hmm. the same income? It's like, how is that really going to be 50-50? What are the chances that you're going to have the same schedule? What are the chances that, you know, your love language is going to be the same, right? Oh, gosh. <laughs> right? Because it's like, for you, it might be, okay, like, oh, you know, I really like to pamper myself getting my nails. Mm-hmm. And maybe, like, what if he's more, ser- um, not service-oriented, but maybe, like, more words of affection mm-hmm. or words of affirmation Mm -hmm. so like you you know getting a card for him and like writing something you know sentimental is like more meaningful Mm -hmm. like showing that you care right so I think when we talk about 50 50 like we really have to say even like as we're going and continuing to like date is saying hey like you know I believe in like an equal relationship but here's how I define that right? right Because a lot of times we're just saying, oh, like, we just say these things at, like, surface value. Mm-hmm. And we're but we thinking- never actually, like, talk about what exactly does that mean. Like, right. You say, like, a girl that is low-key. What is your definition of low-key? Because yeah. my low-key is, like, binge-watching The Office all day. Yes. Your low-key may be going hiking. I ain't a hiking kind of person. <laughs> so, you know, like... Yeah. I, people, I feel like people in relationships specifically, romantic relationships... They do not communicate, mm-hmm. and and not even or they might communicate. They don't communicate effectively. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, it's I mean, because you you work with couples mm-hmm. too, right? So I mean, it literally, when when couples come in, it's literally a matter of you know, stop just um, you know, you know, we're not. Uh, we don't need you to just be, like, paying attention to what your partner's saying at surface value. We're saying learn, like, what your partner's language and communication mm-hmm. style is. Figure out, okay, if they're saying, like, this at surface value, are they that type of person that it's harder for them to, like, say what they really mean the first time and maybe, like, you need to show that you support and validate what they're mm-hmm. saying so they feel comfortable to say what it really is mm-hmm. and, vice, and vice versa, right? Because, you know, it's not just down to the man or the woman or woman and woman man and man right. and whatever other variation mm-hmm. that that you fall under it's just you know you have to be willing to beat your partner where they're at right. and then kind of compromise but a lot of times you know our egos get in the way mm-hmm. and you know it gets so hard to just like take a step back and be like okay I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to be the 60/40 this week mm-hmm. or or today like in this moment like I'm going to be the bigger person and uh, obviously like it gets to another issue if you're always being that 60/40 or, or being that right. bigger person. Right. So Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's when it I think the five love languages are amazing. Mm-hmm. Um I feel like it's one of those things that you kind of need to re like retake the test every so often cuz mm-hmm. it could change. Yeah. But I like hearing you say like knowing your partner's love language and trying to figure out 
if they don't know how to just communicate it effectively, try to figure out what it is they're actually saying. Because with my last relationship, I'm pretty sure his top one was physical touch. And my top one is quality time. So, like, we would spend time together. So, I felt, you know, I felt good. But he didn't feel that same connection. I'm just like, I'm confused. Like, we're spending all this time together. I don't understand how you don't feel loved or like you don't feel like I don't understand how you feel like the vibe is off if we're we're, we're literally spending every day together but it's because like I wasn't doing the the I wasn't showing him love the way that he needs to experience it right um and it doesn't have to be like physical like we have sex all the time just like you know holding hands touching him like you know caressing his his knee while he's driving or you know, like the little things. So I learned that from my last relationship. Like, okay, you really do have to understand how that person really does feel like you care about them. And it, it's it's important because a lot of arguments were had. Yeah. <laughs> because, I mean. you, you know, they don't feel that love. And you think, well, my love language is being satisfied. So I, I don't understand how your love language is not, you know. So definitely something to pay attention to and definitely take the test if you haven't it's a quick easy test that you can google five love languages um by who is the person that not Gottman it's not Gottman, it's not Gottman. I know what you're talking about but what is his I, freaking I always name? just I always just google five yeah five just love google languages. five love languages we should know this and we're therapists yeah <laughs> we're human okay we, we we can't remember all of all of the facts all of the time Gary Chapman that's yes. he created a book also the book is a good thing to read as well to just understand in depth more in depth what your love language is and your partners mm-hmm. um yes Gary Chapman but yes definitely take the quiz it really does help you understand yourself and your how you experience love this is platonic and romantic by the way mm-hmm. um and can definitely help in your relationship so that's my little tidbit I should get sponsored what is this I'm so, <laughs> right like, I keep talking about that I was like okay psychology today uh Five love languages. What, what's the other one I keep talking about? I don't know. There's there's like a, some others that I'll like mention a lot, and I'm just like I should be I should be getting Absolutely. sponsored. Get them coins, girl. Yes, Get them coins. I'm like even if I'm talking about you indirectly, like <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I will I will talk about you directly. Like right. I, I will give you shout outs, everything. Like let me know. Anyone who wants to sponsor, by the way, let me know too. <laughs> she is here for yes. you. Exactly. Um, but yeah, no, I definitely agree though that that does translate into mm-hmm. um, platonic friendships or pr- platonic relationships as well. Because I feel like that, I mean, honestly, that's the other thing that mm-hmm. I've been working on. Um, I, I would say like that's kind of been my goal for like the past couple of years to really cultivate my friendships and make sure that you know it's not a one-way street Mm -hmm. because I think um just for me like sometimes my anxiety gets in the way and like I don't reach out Mm -hmm. and you know I've also recognized that sometimes my friends also deal with like mental health and they don't reach out right and if I like give into that then it's like okay then I'm just not gonna have friends right I I like to joke I'm like I don't have friends but but that's false like I, I do have friends yeah um, and so, like, making a point to, you know, what, whenever someone crosses my mind, I call them mm-hmm. or I text them. Because yeah. there's a reason, usually. Right. You know, like, they're on your mind and, like, sometimes something is going on and they need you in that yeah. moment, too. I, when it comes to friendships, I'm very, very, I would say big on friendships, but, like, so, throughout life, you're gonna meet people that either you you're good with or you you're not good with. So like my my high school f- friends, there are a select few where I to this day, I knew that like you are a good person and I cherish our friendship, so I'm going to work I'm going to make sure that our friendship is good. We right. may not talk every day, every month, you know, whatever, but once for me like when I'm making new friends in different situations when I realize that that person is someone that I think um or that makes me feel like okay this is a good friendship I always tell like you can ask a lot of my friends like I always say you're stuck with me now like once I realize that like 
we have a connection we have a bond i feel like i can trust you i feel like i can tell you my deepest darkest secrets and you won't judge me mm-hmm. i tell them like you're stuck with me for life yeah. so if you don't want to be my friend i need Let you to me tell now. me now yep. because otherwise i'm not going anywhere yeah and like i make it apparent to i love facetiming so i literally call all like all my friends like one after you when i'm like free i like start with one they don't answer i yeah. call the other yeah. they don't answer i just like make my list and like yeah. i don't need to talk to all these people make sure they're good anything yeah. i can do to help like how's life give me That's, checkups like um, i'm very very like you just like spoke to my soul <laughs> just now because i literally like that um so like every year i write um a note to myself just things that i'm hoping to accomplish for the mm-hmm. year which actually it's like behind there so like every year it's like behind oh, the flower crown yeah so cute. yeah so i open it like um new year's eve usually and like yeah. i see and like kind of reflect on what i've accomplished and like what got in the way that's and adorable where, yeah, one of my one of my really good friends like started made us start doing that um, a few years ago, and like mm-hmm. I kept and I've continued to do it. Um, but one of the things I wanted to do this year is like try to set aside, even if I can't set aside like a whole day, but mm-hmm. like certain times where I'm not as busy, just go through and like send people texts, like "Hey, like how are you doing? Like I hope you're doing well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like haven't heard from you in a while, or do the FaceTime thing, yeah. do the phone call thing." Because, again, like, you know, if I'm trying to say, like, I don't want my friendship to be, like, a one-way street, then, mm-hmm. like, I have to reach out to people. Which leads me to, like, the other thing that I am, like, trying to um, be better about is acknowledging in the moment when something upsets me. Because I'm like you. Like, mm-hmm. I don't just pop off on anybody for, <laughs> for, the, for the fun of it. Like, if I'm upset, like, you really messed up. Yeah. And, but I... I get into this place where I'm like, okay, I'm still so level-headed he- mm-hmm. that depending on the person, they may not realize that I'm actually upset. Mm-hmm. And so letting people in and letting them know, like, hey, like this is this is one of my pet peeves. This is something that if you do this, like, it really frustrates yeah. me. Um, because, like, that, I mean, that's something that happened recently. And I'm just like, I don't, that person still doesn't realize that I'm mm. upset by it. And, I, and I've reached the point where I'm, like, upset and not. Because, I mean, when I when I was in the thick of it, I wanted to be so petty. But I didn't <laughs> give in to the petty. And I was proud of myself. Snaps for you. Thank you. Thank you. But, like, you know, I've reached the point where I'm just, like, I'm not so much upset. Just, like, disappointed because that was a missed opportunity. Mm-hmm. And, like, I know that I still need to bring it up just because if I wait for that person to bring it up, they may never, and then I don't want to hold on to that, mm-hmm. which is, like, the other thing I'm working on, like, forgiveness. Yeah, that forgiveness is, like, a whole nother podcast. Yeah. Because that, like, forgiveness is hard. It's easier, definitely easier said than done. Yeah, like, uh, like, I, I mean, I, I, like, I really wish that, you know, I had this um, gene where I could just be like, oh, okay, like, I, I forgive you, I'm moving on. But, you know, I, 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 I really didn't have that for a long mm. time. I wanted to be petty. I wanted to sit in the hurt and pain and anger. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just like in the past couple of years, I'm like, okay, we're not going to do that anymore. We're going we're gonna to acknowledge it. Yeah. We're going to sit with it. We're going to be mindful and intentional. <laughs> and we know that it's good because then we, we feel at peace and mm. we're not holding on to stuff. But, like, sometimes you really want to pop off on somebody just one time. Reach. I did it once, and I was like, oh, gosh, this is not like me. Like, exactly. Exactly. We. I apologize afterwards. I was like, okay, look, yeah. I'm sorry that I popped off on you. Yeah. Um, that's not normally how I react. So, there's that. But, yeah, with, with um, it's, I feel like sometimes it's harder with friendships to tell people how you feel. Mm-hmm. in that moment or like if you have anything on your mind versus relationship like romantic relationships um yeah and why is that I don't know I feel like when it comes to like good friendships like in I guess in my head I think like oh if I tell her that like I'm really pissed off right now it might mess up 
the flow of our friendship. We're in a relationship. I'm like, you stuck with me, so like, you need to know. Yeah. You know, like, but you, you're with that romantic partner yeah. more than you are with the friend person. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like when you're angry with a friend, it can be more not detrimental, but lack of better words, detrimental because normally y'all are so like you don't have those bad moments, but with relationships, they're gonna be big ups and downs in all relationships. So mm-hmm. like it's more often that you experience that in a romantic relationship. But with friendships, it's typically if it's a good healthy friendship, typically you guys experience more positive experience like positive interactions between each other. How often do you get in a fight with your best friend? You know? Yeah. Because, like, I can, like, with my best friends, I can't really think of a time where I was actually, like, angry or we, like, were in a huge fight to where we, you know, it lasted for more than 24 hours, you know? So, but with relationships, it's more likely that you're going to get into fights. You're going to have, you know. So maybe that, maybe that difference, but... I mean, yeah. I'm no expert, so. <laughs> <laughs> so, so says, says the marriage and family therapist. I mean, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't have enough hours to call myself an expert yet, but um, <laughs> just throwing that out there. Just, you know, just a thinking point. Cause yeah. I mean, but see, that's where, that's where I feel like it all comes down to, um, it comes back to us, right? Like, mm-hmm. if we, as therapists are saying to our clients like you know you need to be able to approach this conversation with your friend Mm -hmm. with your significant other then like when it comes to our own lives like sometimes we do have to be that person who starts that conversation absolutely that you know is like hey like this is what's been bothering me this is what I've been going through because you know previously maybe that person didn't think that it was okay Mm -hmm. to to bring that up like I've had conversations with friends where like I was scared out of my mind to like share some of the things that I said and I and I even after doing it it was like that vulnerability piece I was Mm -hmm. like oh I feel uncomfortable (laughs) oh I told you too much yeah yeah yeah, I told you too much oh I don't like this feeling yes And it's like, now I've learned, um, you know, that I have to sit with that more um, and be like, okay, like, they're not going to just ghost me for, like, saying this. Mm -hmm. And if they do ghost you, that's recognizing. And you know. They weren't meant to be in your life anyway. Bye, boo. Exactly. (laughs) Thank you. Next. Yes, absolutely. So, I mean, yeah. Um, So, what are some of your deal breakers, both in friendships and in relationships uh i'll start with friend well i guess this one applies to friendships and romantic relationships mm-hmm. if you can't talk to me effectively about what's wrong if there's an issue then it's kind of just like i'm why am i waste, wasting my time like mm-hmm. Because you have to communicate. Like, whether it's, hey, Courtney, you said this thing that really upset me, mm-hmm. but you don't tell me about it, but yet you're still acting like you hate, like, you're acting, like, I notice that you're acting weird. And then when I bring it up, you're like, oh, well, two weeks ago, you said this one comment that really bothered me. And in my head, I'm like, why the frick did you not tell me? Like, you have to be able to call me out sometimes because like sometimes I do things unintentionally some I because I like I told you I'm a very intentional person so I think about what I say before I say it so if I do something that I seriously don't think is an issue but it affected you I need you to tell me that Mm -hmm. how am I going to learn as a person as a friend as a as a girlfriend if you don't talk to me so that's like a really big deal breaker I'm just like just talk like, we're adults. Like, yeah. after the age of, like, 22, mm-hmm. I very much expect you to be able to talk to me mm-hmm. yeah. about anything. Call me out if you need to. Be like, Courtney, you were being pretty bitchy today. I'm like, oh, crap. What was yeah. I doing? Let yeah. me know. Like, yeah. Um, so that's one. That's, like, probably one of my number ones um, for both relationship and romantic. I actually have a list of things that I... I want to say they're deal breakers, but things that I expect from my partner. So I guess if they don't do that, it would be a deal breaker. Does that make sense? Okay. What are like your top three? Top three. So the communication, for sure. Um, I feel like the given ones are just like lying and, 
you know, cheating. That's just a given. Um, another one. If you're, if you try to manipulate me, if you're manipulative with, but mostly emotionally manipulate, like if you try to make it seem like I'm, the reasons why I'm feeling whatever I'm feeling, if you try to make that seem like I'm overreacting, then I'm just like, mm, no. Yeah. Because everyone's valid, like, everyone's valid in their emotions. It's how you act on those emotions that can be like ooh like yes I'm angry and I have every right to be angry but if I were angry and I slash your car then I'd be like okay you have like you're right I I overreacted in that but if I'm telling you like no you did a b and c this is why I'm mad and you try to make it seem like I'm overreacting or I'm like oh well you need to just calm down it's not that serious then I'm just like okay no yeah I'm not about that life because yeah. I need to be validated because I'm a therapist. So if you don't validate my I mean, feelings. Yeah. And I mean, not only that you're a therapist, but you're a human being. True, like, very true. You know, we all want to be supported and validated. And when someone isn't respecting that, we're going to, mm-hmm. we're going to feel some type of way about that. And you know, it's like, so if you can't respect this boundary, like what mm-hmm. else about me do you not respect? What else mm-hmm. do you not um, care about that that is important to mm-hmm. me you know because like if I'm doing all this for you why can't you do the same for me mm-hmm. um, and when you were saying that too like I was just thinking I think um, in terms of like because uh, I was telling you while we weren't recording but I was telling you about like another situation that happened with a friend and I was like you know what I think that I do need to just suck it up and like be the bigger person and say like mm-hmm. this upset me But it's also, like, um, I needed that time to sit and, like, process my feelings Mm -hmm. so that I didn't respond back in, like, a passive-aggressive way. Yes. Because I think in the past, like, if it was a friendship that, you know, I just, like, really didn't care about, Mm -hmm. then I would have, you know, just responded that way and not really cared. But because I'm in this place in my life where I want to be intentional Mm -hmm. and I do truly care about maintaining that friendship, whatever form it takes after our conversation... I can't just respond. I can't be, you know, petty Rachel. <laughs> Is that what you nickname yourself? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just feel like it's, it's just easier to be petty because you're not being vulnerable. And nobody, like, not I right say nobody likes being vulnerable, but the mass majority of people Who likes being vulnerable? do not like, you know, just being like, hey, you hurt my feelings because you didn't spend last night with me like you said you would. You know, like... Mm-hmm. So I, I get that it's easy, it's an easier route than just being like, this is what you did, and this is how it made, this is how it made me feel, but yeah, that's just something that pe- people have to intentionally want to work on. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm not saying go tell everybody your business, like, go to Starbucks and be like, this is what happened today, I was little, you know, yeah. but... You know, allowing yourself to open up enough to where you can build that connection with somebody you care about, whether it's a friend, a family member, a romantic partner. Um, you kind of have to be vulnerable to have that that strong relationship. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, if you're not being vulnerable, then you know you're not taking any risk. Mm-hmm. You're not. And that's what life's about. It's yeah, taking risk. Like, yeah, like you're, n- small you're not small ones and big ones. Yeah, like you're not you're not growing and you're not going to f- ever feel fulfilled because part of you know like growing is mm-hmm. like you said you know taking the risk, putting yourself out there so that you can see like what other people have to say mm-hmm. and like how and it also helps you figure out like who in your life is going to be there to support you mm-hmm. in the bad times because it's not just about you know things are going well it's like who who's in your corner like for right. real for real, like who's got your back right. like who can you call not 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 to say that anybody's gonna end up in jail but like who can you call <laughs> when you land in jail who, who can you call mm-hmm. like if you get into a fight and you don't know how to fight be like hey <laughs> i got myself in this situation yeah i don't really know how to throw hands right now but do you know some people <laughs> <laughs> or or even who's gonna talk you off that ledge right you know yeah like and and i think that goes back to both um friendships and relationships that mm-hmm. are healthy but 
we ourselves are not in like a healthy place like don't just throw the baby out with the bath water like if if <laughs> is that a phrase that is awful <laughs> i realized as i that said i was like terrible wow. like that what? wow yeah i'm sorry so <laughs> so let me, let me use a different one. so don't just um just don't you know, throw out all of the good with, like, the few bad things that are happening. Right. You know, like, you have an altercation. You know, there was a misconnection. If overall that relationship is healthy, then that's, like, a signal for you to recognize, okay, am I just, like, not in a place where I'm, like, processing my feelings? Mm-hmm. Am I trying to ignore something? And then come back and be like, okay, like, this is what was going on for me. Let's talk about it because I do value th- that exactly. relationship. And I think that's what it comes down to is, do you value the relationship enough to want to fix it? Yes. You yeah. know, because I feel like I have, I have friends, like I have friends that as a group were friends, but like individually they might not, they might not be as close. But instead of just being like, hey, this happened and it made mm-hmm. me upset this is why I've been acting the way that I've been acting. They kind of just just drift apart instead of actually talking about it. So then they assume that, oh, this person feels this way when that's not the case. But yeah. like, but at the end of the day, I'm just like, well, do you value their friendship? If not, you know, sometimes people just grow apart. That's yeah. normal. But if you value the friendship and you really do think that this is someone that I want in my life, I want to share my good and bad moments with, then you have to work for it. You can't mm-hmm. just be like, oh, this person, like, hurt my feelings. <laughs> you know? Right. Like, you have to make that decision. And, you know, at this point, I feel like, again, I know 25 is not like, I'm grown, grown. But at this point, I'm just like, okay, look, if there's an issue, I need you to talk to me about it. If you feel like we're drifting apart, and if I'm like, yeah, I agree, then we can part ways platonically. It's cool. It happens. But if I'm like, no, you're one of my ride or dies, I'm going to make sure that you know that I care about you and we're going to sort this out, then we'll do that as well. Like, right. it's just, do you value my friendship or not? If you don't, please let me know because I'm not going to give put in that effort that I would with, for someone that does value my friendship. Like, mm-hmm. that's just yeah. reality, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So I definitely think that... Um, Honestly, like, I, I don't even want to add anything more to what you just said, because I was like, that, that, that that's, <laughs> you just kind of said what, what my next point was going to be. Um, but I will say that uh, since we're about out of, out of time for today, but um, what are your, if you had to say just um, three things that you've that that you feel like you know about relationships since that was kind of like our theme mm-hmm. for today both platonic and um romantic mm-hmm. what would you say and that can include like either deal breakers or observations that you've made like what are your top three things um oof. i guess one you have to be willing to learn how to communicate effectively if you don't already and if you do learn, know how to continue that Mm, yeah. Like, people think that they're communicating and they're getting their point across, but it's not in an effective way to where both parties are saying exactly what they feel, they understand exactly how each other feels. Like, I feel like that's a big, huge disconnect. Two, you have to be vulnerable sometimes. Not I'm not saying every day of your life, but if you want those friendships that you see in the movies or you see in, your like, other people's lives where you know, the friendships that are, like, ride or die or relationships where, like, the couple is just, like, goals, you know? You have to learn how to be vulnerable yeah. um, with with that person. And three, um, you have to know yourself and your expectations, like, very well before you can seek out that friendship or really romantic relationship. And it be successful, I should say. Like, you can seek out, you know, relationships and not know what you want. It might not turn out very well. But I think knowing yourself and knowing your expectations, your deal breakers, your um, 
wants, needs, love language, whatever it may be for yourself is very, very important. And just taking the time to learn about yourself. Because I feel like people think that they're doing that effectively. They're like, oh, I took a day to do all these quizzes and to write in my journal so I know myself. It takes a long time. Yeah, I'm still trying to figure out myself and I've been working on it for like 20 years yeah so (laughs) so, you know it's definitely like a lifelong journey and being able to be patient with yourself and Mm -hmm. know that there's going to be good days and bad days where you don't feel good about yourself or you feel amazing about yourself um to keep working on finding out what you need yeah as a person yeah so that's my my three little tidbits. Yes. I, I like that. Oh my I gosh, like thank that. you. Yes. Courtney, thank you so much for for sharing your experience Absolutely. on the podcast today. Thank you for having me. Yes. I really appreciate um, you taking the time to come share and educate us. You know, tell us, tell us all about um, how we can just, you know, do better and, and, and allow ourselves to be human. Yes. You know? Um, but before I let you go, uh, tell everyone where they can find you and reach out. Oh, yes. Okay. So you can find me on Instagram at Therapy with Courtney. Uh, I also have a website, CourtneyAdamsMFT.com. Um, if you want to email me, you can email me at Courtney. Oh, what is it? Actually, it's, I lied. Email me at info at CourtneyAdamsMFT.com. Yeah, that's. That, yeah. I think that's all my stuff. Okay. <laughs> Don't so worry. Many. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm going to put all of this in the episode notes, which... Oh, perfect. And I just want to say, that's our show for today. So until the next one, be kind and be well. Let's continue the conversation. Connect with me at Rachel Dis Therapy on Instagram or send me an email at racheldistherapy at gmail.com. You can listen to new episodes of the podcast wherever you find podcasts. That's Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more. 